welcome to episode 36 of The Other Berman Show. In this episode, I'm joined by Ryan Barron. We break down all of the action for this really interesting week 11 in the NFL. It's, it's, a, it's a weird week for sure, and you'll hear us break down all the action. Brown Steelers is already underway, so I got to cut this intro a little bit short. Without further ado, enjoy episode 36 of The Other Berman Show. All right, I am joined here with Ryan Barron. Ryan, what's up? Hi, Josh. How you doing? Doing good. All right, let's get things started with the game coming up in about half an hour. The Browns and the Steelers. Cleveland coming off a pretty surprising win against Buffalo last week. Steelers riding their hot streak um, in the power rankings right now. Cleveland is currently ranked. Where are the Browns? Number 23. The Steelers coming in at number 14, up 7. They are... Your biggest risers, actually, of the week, I believe. Let me double check. Yep, they are going up seven spots. All right, what do you got for this game? As much as I hate it, I am going to take the Steelers in this game. I do not like Baker Mayfield at all. I think they can. I think Pittsburgh can get it done. All right, so you got the Steelers? I do have the Steelers. And I'm going to explain to you why I have the Steelers, and it comes down to one stat. The Steelers are 36-6-1 against the Browns. That is insane. Wow. The last time the Browns beat the Steelers, their quarterback was Brian Hoyer. In 2014. That was my first year following football. It's been a while. Give me the Steelers to win this one. Yep, I agree. Next up is easily my game of the week. I will be there. And I counted it up last week. This will be my 55th Ravens home game in a row. Ravens, Texans, the battle of the MVP candidates. Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. The revolution of the NFL quarterbacks. If that's happening, it is led by these two guys. And this is the game that the NFL tried to break their own rule for. The NFL has a rule where you cannot flex a game into primetime that starts at 1 o'clock no later than 12 days in advance. Wow. You have to do it at least 12 days in advance or earlier, or else you can't flex it. The NFL tried to ignore their own rule and tried to flex this into Sunday night, but the Ravens, not the Ravens, the Texans actually caught them and said you can't do that. But the NFL tried to break their own rule because this is such a good game. But... Live in Baltimore, the Ravens have been on fire recently. Uh, you know I'm loving it. The Texans looking great as, all, um, as they have in recent years. This game, obviously, I don't need to tell you, huge playoff implications in this game. Could be what decides who gets a first-round bye, for all we know, assuming that these two teams can hang on to their division leads. Um, this could this game right here could decide who gets the second seed. Who knows? Maybe even the one seed if New England falls off, which I'm not saying is going to happen, but you never know. It's going to be a great game. I'm really excited for it. What do you think? I mean, I love the Ravens right now. Five-game win streak. We're doing an awesome job running the ball around people. And our secondary is looking excellent. And as we know, the Houston Texans have a huge passing game and not that big of a rushing game. Mm-hmm. I do think the Ravens... I do think the Ravens will come out top on this game. I think the hot streak continues, even though the Texans are fresh off the bye and they're looking fresh. I think Baltimore gets done at home. All right, Ravens coming in at number three on the power rankings. 
The Texans are going to come in at number nine. Patriots, yes, are still ahead of the Ravens in the power rankings, I know. But I just don't think the Ravens are a better team than New England, even though we beat them. Hopefully that will change. Hopefully, yeah. All right, so you got the Ravens? I do have the Ravens. I do as well. I think this will be one of the better games of this entire season. I think this is going to be a game for the ages and maybe just maybe the beginning of a rivalry between these two quarterbacks yeah all right next up we go to the falcons and the panthers the falcons coming off arguably the biggest upset this entire season beating the saints last week nobody saw that coming in fact it was my lock of the well actually it would have been my lock of the week but i took a bye week but that would have been my lock of the week i'll tell you that much um Carolina, kind of playing up and down. Cam Newton is out for the season. It's Kyle Allen taking over. Right. So, what do you think about this game? I loved how the Falcons' defense played last game. They did an excellent job pressuring Drew Brees. But yeah. I do not think they can get it done on the road two weeks in a row. No if way. they do, Dan Quinn will extremely surprise me. I have yeah. Kyle Allen winning at home. All right, Falcons coming in at number 27, Panthers coming in at number 18. You got Carolina, I got Carolina. Yep. And Christian McCaffrey. Those of you listen to uh, one of my, I can't tell you what episode it was, but I know at some point I mentioned this. I said Christian McCaffrey's going to break the scrimmage yards record this season. He slowed down in recent weeks, at least in terms of that, but he is still on pace to probably do that. McCaffrey, best running back in the NFL. Easily. And... We talked about the revolution of NFL quarterbacks briefly, and if that's happening, it's with the mobile quarterbacks and all that. But something not a lot of people realize, and that is probably partly because it has been something that's been coming over the last few years, this is the revolution of the running back position. This position is, if you can just run and you can't catch, you don't really have a sustainable career anymore. A guy like, I think Emmett... Yeah, Emmett Smith is a good example. He was not a very good receiver, but he's the all-time leading rusher. But I don't know how long he would have been able to play in today's NFL because he didn't really catch the ball that much. A guy like, um, who's another good example? Walter Payton. Walter Payton, yeah. That's that's definitely one. Walter Payton was not a very good receiving back, but getting on the ground, how would he do in today's NFL? He probably has an exception because he's Walter Payton, but you get the point. You have to, I'm not trying to say you got to be Christian McCaffrey, but you got to have some type of receiving ability. We've seen a guy like Jordan Howard, who is arguably one of the better runners in the entire league, fade out of the league over the last few years. Well, the last two years in particular, he's almost completely faded out because he can't catch. It's something that not a lot of people have talked about, but I've thought about the last couple of days, and I just wanted to bring that up. I think it's just, just an interesting thing. I think Christian McCaffrey is one of the guys leading that charge. What do you think? You there? Yeah, which game? What do you think about that? I think it's definitely an interesting thing. Yeah, McCaffrey's unbelievable, man. Um, He's, if non-quarterbacks could get the MVP, he's obviously number one. I honestly hope he gets it. Other than Lamar. Yeah. He is an incredible, incredible player. And he is going to, I think, I really think he's leading that charge or this revolution of this position. Absolutely. All right. Moving on now to an interesting game. Two teams that are 
trying to um, correct where they were. There's a better way to say it that I can't remember right now, but that's anyway. Um, that is the Dallas Cowboys, the Detroit Lions. Both teams have really cooled down as of late. The Lions have cooled down so much that we can say their season's over. Obviously, the Cowboys, not that, not the case for them. But both teams really need this win. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you, I got Dallas in this one, and I think Dallas is going to win this one by a good amount. I think this is just a game where Dallas is going to come out, they're pissed, and they're going to win big. I think I, I I do agree with you. I think Dallas does get this done on the road. I don't think it will be a blowout. I love the way Matthew Stafford's been playing. Oh, he he has been great. Job. He has been great. I I do think Dallas gets the win by I'd say maybe seven to ten. I don't think it's a blowout because I don't think Amari Cooper is going to lay over Darius Slay that much. He has I been mean, incredible this year. He's been great. He's having great, a great What's year. amazing is he is not even in the top 20. I don't even think he's not 25 in catches, yet he's top 10 in receiving yards and receiving yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. Actually, I'm pretty sure he's top 5 in both. Wow. And yet he's not even in the top 25 in catches. It's amazing what he can Crazy. do with the ball in his hands and just making just guys miss. It's, it's amazing. You can make the argument that he is, I don't know if he is, because there's probably guys ahead of him, but he's definitely the conversation for the best run-after-catch guy in the league. Oh, absolutely. I could see that. I mean, there is probably a couple guys that I'm just not thinking about right now, but off the top of my head, I don't think I can. Yeah. I mean, Golden Tate's always the guy you want to mention, but... That's true, right? I don't know. All right, next up, we got Nick Foles, most overrated quarterback in the league. You guys know my thoughts on him by now. Taking on Jacoby Brissett, who is all but uh, definitely coming back this week in the Indianapolis Colts. Colts, of course, coming off one of the more embarrassing losses of this. Oh, hold on. Cowboys and Lions power rankings. Dallas going to come in at number 11, and Detroit coming in at number, where are you, 21, their biggest faller, actually, from last week. And now the Colts and, um, who did they play? I forgot. Jacks. Jacks, thank you. Colts coming in at 15, Jags coming in at 20. All right. Colts win huge here. Nick Foles lays an egg. I predict a four-interception game by Foles. Wow. And it's not because I think he's just that bad. Right. I know I hate on him a lot, but I'm not trying to say he's that type of quarterback. I just think this is a game where Indy is going to come out and really remind everyone how good they are. Right, especially after last week. Yeah. I am by no means saying Foles is that bad. I'm just saying, like, this is just a huge win for the Colts in a game they really cannot afford to lose. And, but, hey, Jacksonville can't afford to lose this game either. All, almost every single huge upset we see is within the division. And this, compared to some other upsets we've seen, compared to um, Falcon Saints in particular, not that huge of an upset. But, I mean, let's face it, it would be an upset. Yeah. Um. So, it's divisional games. Anything can happen here, but I think Andy's going to take it. All right. This game, I do see the Colts winning this game. Absolutely. Foles is – I'm not going to hate on him as much as you do, but Foles is not the same as, yeah. as he was that one playoff run. All, all four gonna, games that he turned into an right. quarter – three, actually. Three games, yeah. He's going to throw for two interceptions and one touchdown, maybe to DJ Shark, who's – been a little sloppy recently, yeah, yeah. but still 
great wide receiver. Very, very good. Crazy underrated, actually. Uh, but the Colts are definitely at home coming after that embarrassment against the Dolphins. I don't. I cannot see them losing this game. I can't either. All right, next one. Speaking of can't seeing them losing again this week is the Bills. Bills taking on Miami. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Buffalo coming in at number 13. Miami coming in at number 31. Um... I mean, come on. There's, there's not really much to talk about here. This is a win for the Bills. Easy, yep. Um, Josh Allen has a bounce-back game. The Dolphins go back to their losing ways. Right. Come on. I'm sorry, Miami, but your, your road to uh, glory is officially over. Yeah, fish magic cannot last forever. No. That's the, it's a cycle. Right. You're it's good for a little th- bit, and then it goes away. Yep. And next up, we got... Oh, is this, this is a... Power rankings. Oh, yeah. No, I already got them. Oh. This is an interesting one. Got Denver and the Vikings. Ooh. Now, the Vikings should kill them. They should win this game. And I'm going to pick the Vikings to win. So am I. But this is a good game. It's just one of those games where you feel like is a weird type of week where the team that's way worse could come out and really give them a run for their money. Not win, but really put up a fight. Yeah, this will definitely not be a giveaway game for the Vikings, although I do do see them winning this game at home. Brandon Allen is no quarterback to mess with, though. Mm, Yeah, he is. Really? Yeah, he's played one game. Yeah, I know, but his passer rating was, what was it, one 125? Yeah, it, it, it was pretty good, but, like, he's played one game. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not going to crown this guy the next Tom Brady just yet. Well, yeah, but um, there were two touchdowns, I think just about 200 yards. Yeah. But it will not be a blowout, but the Vikings, Kirk Cousins has been pretty good. Kirk Cousins say, has been has. really good recently. I, mean, I, don't, say that. I don't know what has really, I don't know what's gotten into him. Yeah. But... This is the best Kirk Cousins has looked his entire career in these last... And he still doesn't have Adam Thielen. That's true, and he's not going to play this week either. Right. Um, him and... Also, by the way, Matthew Stafford is does not sound like he's going to play either for the Lions. I forgot to mention that. Right. So we'll be seeing Jeff Driscoll most likely again. Um, but... Yeah, uh, Vikings coming in at number 8. Broncos coming in at number 25. This is your sneaky good game of the week, though. Like... It really is not. It shouldn't be good, but I feel like it will be. All right. Here. Oh, here's another one. That's a sneaky good game. The Saints and the Bucks. Oh, I like this game. I do like this game a lot. This is a weird one. The Bucks, the living embodiment of a, tw- a Big Twelve team in the NFL. It's true. Um, the Saints coming off a heartbreaker to the Saints. I mean, to the Falcons. But Tampa in recent years has really played well against them. Even in the losses, That's true. they always play well. In fact, they beat them last year. Right. And Jameis, who is the most inconsistent quarterback I've ever seen, um, he, he's so inconsistent. He's up and down right. like no quarterback other than Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Like, he will come out and throw for 500 yards and then – He'll come out and throw for 500 yards and five interceptions in the same game. I don't get how yeah. he does it. 
Because you look at his numbers in terms of yards, and he's great. He will ha- He is top five in the league in passing yards most years. Yet, he is always top three in most interceptions thrown. Pretty much every single season. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just, it's weird. So if, the, if famous Jameis can limit his turnovers, hey, look for an upset here. But if he does what he always does in terms of turnovers, Saints will win this game. Right. It's a tough one here, honestly. I, I'm here. Make your pick, cause I'm I'm a little. The Buccaneers, they can jump out at you. I mean, they beat the Rams. They're such a weird team. By a lot, they can they can jump out every couple weeks. They which will they do. Everyone, if they do, yeah, they can easily. But after last week, I don't see, I cannot see the Saints losing two in a row. That's why. Like, if the Saints didn't lose last week, I feel like I could pick the this. Bucks. I'm gonna tell you right now, I would. Yeah, at home, I absolutely could pick James Winston here. I 100% would pick Tampa if with no no real thought either in this game. Right. But after losing last yeah. week, when, when the Buccaneers play the Saints earlier in the season. They only lost by seven. And the Bucks have a very, very good, in fact, the best run defense in the league. Right, yeah. In yeah. fact, they've held Christian, they held Christian McCaffrey. They played him twice. They held him to under 100 yards both times. Yeah. So I expect Kamara to be a non-factor. If the and Saints win this game, it will be on Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. And, and when the Saints played the Bucks at home, um, like maybe a month ago or so, they only won by seven. Yeah. With no breeze. Exactly. So it's definitely, yeah, it's not. Godwin got two touchdowns that yeah. game in 130 yards. He could break out today, too, or t- on Sunday. Sunday. It, it's not a giveaway. It's definitely not. Absolutely not. Now, I'm going to take New Orleans, but it's definitely. Yeah. Me, too. Definitely a close one there. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Next up. <laughs> We go from a really interesting game to this week's Tank Bowl. Jets and Redskins. Oh, wait. First up, Saints and Bucks. Saints coming in at number four. Bucks coming in at number 24. Oh, how funny that worked out. Um, Jets, Redskins. Jets coming in at number 29. Redskins coming in at number 30. So, here we go. I'm very excited for the three to nothing win. Well, who's going to get those three points? I'm going to take Washington, actually, in FedEx Field. I do think they can get it done. Sam Darnold is... Oh, God, Sam Darnold. I don't think he gets it done. How many ghosts do you think he'll see this game? One, two, three? Probably, um, I'd say two. Two? Okay. Two ghosts, yeah, that sounds right. I'm telling you, my favorite thing I saw this entire season was was the week after that seeing ghost thing happened. They play Jacksonville, and the Jaguars take it to them, and they play the Ghostbusters theme over the PA system. Right, It's right. the best thing awesome. I've ever seen in my entire life. That was awesome. Seriously, whoever did that um, was – whoever did that probably got fired, but I don't care. That was 100% worth it. It's um, funny. And I'll tell you this. Two teams, two bad teams who have young quarterbacks, both of which look pretty bad. Of course, Darnold has – we've seen more of than Haskins. And I still believe in Haskins, yeah. who I, I believe is the best quarterback in this incredibly weak quarterback class. Sorry, Kyler Murray fans. But 
Mm. Who are you taking? Ah, uh, not yet. Jets. Give All me right. the Jets. All right. Good game though, in terms of yeah. how close it is. Um, yeah. Not in terms of the teams. Who wants to win less? That's the question. Cardinals and Niners. Cardinals Niners coming in at number one. And the Cardinals coming in at number 26. The 49er, it's amazing how after a loss, they make their first appearance at number one this entire season. This is the first time I've had them at number one, and it was after their first loss of the season. Right. They played. They just played so well against Seattle. Yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, Niners coming in at number one. Cardinals coming in at number 26. But again, this is another game that it's, it's a toss-up. Yeah, it's not it's not a giveaway for by no that, means for San Francisco. They're, San Francisco is going to win this game. I don't I think agree. they can lose two in a row. I don't think so. Either. But I, I love the 49ers defense. Their their front seven. Robert Sala is my job. spirit animal. Robert Sala is doing an excellent job with that front seven. And the way that he reacts to games is right. me. I love seeing him on the sideline. He's he does what I do, except right. he's getting paid to do it. Yeah. Except I see. Nick Bosa sacking Kyler Murray twice. Nick Bosa showing that he should have been the number one overall pick in this game. Absolutely. Nick Bosa will oh, prove yeah. to Arizona that they made a mistake in drafting Kyler over him. Yeah. Right. Who are you taking? Niners. Yeah. All right. Next one. The God only knows how hot Oakland Raiders taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Raiders coming in at number, f- uh, I don't know what number I was about to say. Coming in at number 16. Bengals coming in at number 32. And, I mean, I don't know how Oakland's playing this well. They're coming in at 5 and 4. They yeah. have a joke of a schedule to finish this year. They could Shout probably. Out John Gruden. Yeah, Chucky. Give me the Raiders in this one to win big. Absolutely. In fact,. This is my lock of the week. Yeah. Give me absolutely. the Raiders over the Bengals. This is easily the worst team I've picked as a lock this season. That is for sure. Oh, yeah. I, just, I never thought coming into this year that I would pick my lock of the week at any point in the year to be the Oakland Raiders. But yeah, here we are. They've surprised us. They've surprised us all. They really have. I'm, it's a resilient yeah, group over there in Oakland. They're leaving Oakland in the right way. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders in this game. I say Me too. Josh Jacobs will rush for over 100 yards. You saw what that guy is destroying the rookie of the year race. He is turning it into Easily. a joke. Easily. I mean, he might be a unanimous winner of offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, uh, Kyler's going to get a couple votes. That's true. Kyler will get, yeah. For, He'll get like two votes from the uh, Kyler Murray, right. Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson fan group. but Right, yeah. No, John- the, the the big uh, difference, of course, between Lamar and Kyler is yeah obvious. I mean, if you haven't seen it, you haven't watched enough Lamar or you haven't watched enough Kyler. Yeah. Because I know they've been compared to each other a lot, but they're not the same player. They're different. They're very different. Kyler probably has a stronger arm, but yeah. the, the he just doesn't have the it factor that Lamar has. That's true. And I just don't think he has the sustainability and... I know, for those of you that know me, this is really funny coming from me, but the guy's too small. <laughs> he really is. I mean, the guy is 5'10". He's 5'10". He is a 5'10 starting quarterback. And I don't want to hear you try and tell me Russell Wilson's 5'10 also, 
Yes, but Russell Wilson a, is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's true. There is a huge difference there. Huge. All right, next game. Oh, I'm going to get slammed for this one. Patriots-Eagles. Oh, who are you taking? Give me, in my upset of the week, give me the Eagles. Oh, okay. All right. All right, Patriots fans, come at me. You would not believe how many Patriots fans listen to this show, by the way. <laughs> so, shout out to you, Patriots fans. Um, <laughs> all I, right. I cannot see the Patriots losing this game. I, I, I don't see it. Um, if they do, I will be. I'll give so much credit to Carson Wentz if he can get this done. They are at home, which is a huge advantage. Yeah. But Patriots are fresh off the bye week. Brady, I think Brady can do it, and I think their defense will, as always, carry them. I believe the Eagles are a better team than the Cowboys. I think they will prove that this week. I think they're going to win the NFC East when it's all said and done, assuming they can beat Dallas, which is something they can't do. Yeah. Um, New England's coming in at number two. Philly's coming in at number ten. It's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be one of the better games of the week. I think I, I could easily see this game going to overtime. But at the end of the day, I see Jake Elliott hitting a field goal to win it. Oh, okay. I think it's going to be a great game. It's just Eagles come out on top. And it's not even because I'm that low on the Patriots. It's just that they're not they got to they're not going to finish the year for a uh, 15 and 1. Yeah. They're going to lose again at some point. Yeah, they are. So, I think this is the week that that's going to happen to them. Give me the Eagles in an upset. Of course, for those of you that are really hoping that I'm wrong, you got to remember I am 2-7 in my upsets this year. So. <laughs> Four of those two wins. Um, the Colts over the Chiefs. Oh, nice. Wow, nice. And what was the other one? I had another one. It was, it was a good one, too. Um... Oh, God, what was the other one? Because it was really good, too. It's okay if I don't remember. I know it's fine, but I really want to remember this because now it's going to annoy me. Oh, what was, was it? Was it like earlier in the season? No, it was a couple weeks ago. It really wasn't that long. I'm, I can't look it up, obviously, but I'm going to like go back and yeah. schedule. Right. And see if I can find it. God. Oh, this is going to really make me mad. Who was it? Hmm. Oh, it was the Steelers over the Colts. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, no, it wasn't. Because I had to I was last... Wait, was yeah, it? That wasn't last week. It wasn't last week, yeah, so I, I had to check. But was it that one? Yeah, it was. It was Steelers over the Colts. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. All yeah, right. That's, good one. that's hard to pick. <laughs> that's when I had the Colts winning in an upset and Colts losing in an upset. Yeah. All right. Sunday Night Football on NBC, the number, oh, God, where are they? The number 22 Chicago Bears, the number 12 LA Rams. I was so high on the Bears. Yeah. Oh, I was so high on them. Their defense was so good last year. Coming into the season, my season preview, they were number four. Wow. That's a disappointment. Last year it was Blake Bortles. This year it was Trubisky and quarterbacks that I hyped up and turned out to be terrible. Mm-hmm. I hyped up Bortles last year. That failed. And this year it was Trubisky. Ugh. 
I'm not going to be a quarterback's coach. That is for sure. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, Bears and Rams here. A battle between, yeah, I'm going to say it, the two best defensive players in the NFL. Yeah, easily. And Not easily, but. The best player in the NFL and Aaron Donald. And for those of you that are trying to tell me that he's not because his numbers are down this year, the guy is getting literally triple teamed, which is something that is unheard of. I mean, a guy like John Randall didn't get didn't get triple teamed. A guy like Bruce Smith didn't get triple teamed. Nobody has ever gotten consistently triple teamed, except for Aaron Donald. Yeah. I mean, and for a good reason. The guy's arguably the strongest player to ever play in the game. Yeah. I mean, the guy is insane. He's like, he's 6'2 by 6'2. It's insane. All right. But Jared Goff has a bounce back week. Todd Gurley, yeah. they stopped the load management that I've been talking about all year with Gurley that I believe the Rams are doing with him. That will stop this week because the Rams know they can't really lose for the rest of the year. They got to pretty much win out. And even if they do, they still might not make the playoffs. Well, that's not true. They'll be twelve and four. They would make the playoffs. But neither way, um, they they gotta, yeah, they can afford to lose maybe one or two more games. That's it. Yeah. If that. If they want to win the division. No, if they want to make the playoffs, they're they, they're yeah, two games back on the Vikings. Right. Jared Goff is a big game. Gurley's load management stops, and he goes for one fifty in his breakout game of the year. Oh, give me the Rams. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Rams too. The Bears, they the Bears, they surprised me last week when they beat the Lions, um, twenty to thirteen. I did not see that coming. Of at course, all. it was you Jeff know. Driscoll, a quarterback. I don't right. remember that. Yeah, it's true. It's not Stafford, but I don't like Drew. I don't like either of the quarterbacks in this game. I don't like golf at all, especially after last week's loss to the Steelers. But yeah, I think one. the Rams, the Rams win this week. Okay, now let's travel south of the border to Mexico City. This time for real, because last year, of course, that did not wind up happening. And I'm going to make sure I'm going to pronounce this right, so I'm going to have to go over here, and I'm going to make sure I'm pronouncing this right, because I'm going to get slammed if I don't. <laughs> All right, here we go. Load. Live from, es yeah, I was right, Estadio Azteca in Mexico City. Nice. Boom. All right. Six and four, Kansas City Chiefs. Four and six, LA Chargers. But for those of you that don't realize, the Chargers' playoff hopes are barely, and I do mean barely, still alive here. But unlike the Rams, they do have to win out to have any chance. Yeah, absolutely. And that starts with beating the Chiefs. And if they do, Chiefs and Chargers only separated by one game. The Raiders, if they lose, I mean, if the Raiders win, Chiefs and Chargers, I mean, Chiefs and Raiders will be six and five, and the Chargers will be five and six, and bam, it's a three team race, just like that. So, I think it would still happen here. But that would start, of course, with the Chargers winning this game. Chiefs coming in at number 7. Chargers going to come in at number 19. The Chargers have been ranked number 19 for the last three weeks in a row. Wow. They just haven't... You got? I, 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 this is, it's a good spot to put them. I haven't... Yeah, it's true. They're not good. But then again, they're not, like, bottom tier. Yeah. They, they do. They have four wins. Of course, if they win this game, I'm moved up. Oh, yeah, but good. they won't. So, yeah, give me the won't. Chiefs. Good yeah, game. Yeah, and not a terrible game. Rivers can do okay. Yeah. I mean, Phillip Rivers, 
in what I do believe is his farewell season, at least as a starting quarterback. He won't. I'm not saying he's going to retire, but I believe oh, yeah. that he will be replaced next year as a starting quarterback for the Chargers. Um, I think it's just that time, and with a quarterback class this stacked, and I don't think the Chargers will have a pick as high as they're going to have this year for a while. So this is probably the year to at least take that quarterback. Maybe not play him next year. They right. might give Rivers one more year, but this is the year where they're going to take a quarterback in the draft. I firmly believe that. Yeah, I absolutely got um, Mahomes in this game. Yeah. I like the way that the Chargers have been running the ball with Melvin Gordon and Eckler Whoa. catching the ball. But I, Mahomes is not losing two in a row after he comes back. Yeah. There's no way. I agree. And the heartbreaker to the Titans. Mm. Oh, Mahomes will get it done in Mexico. Yeah. Okay, we are now done for the games, but it's now time to talk about our four teams on the bye Starting things off with the Seattle Seahawks coming in at eight and two, they are ranked number five. Seattle. Seattle has the MVP at quarterback right now. I'm sorry, as a Ravens fan, it pays me to say it, but you, I'm, he's the MVP right now. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the guy's thrown only two interceptions. It's ridiculous. He's on a historic touchdown to interception ratio pace. Yeah. Come on. And after the 49ers game on the road. By the way, for those of you who did not catch it, I did call all of overtime and um, probably the end of the fourth quarter on my Instagram. I'm going to start doing that uh, as we get towards the playoffs. Playoff push is here. I'm going to be starting to call my games like I've done in previous years on my Instagram live. So, again, follow me at The Other Berman Show for that. And, yeah, you guys can definitely catch that. And if you did listen, you heard I called a couple of Seahawks plays like three or four in a row. On uh, the third down of Josh Gordon, I said Josh Gordon's going to his first catch right here. Boom, catch, first down. I caught a run up the middle. He got it. Uh, there was a couple more I called too. I'm, and it's something I don't normally do too. I'm not one of those people that can just read it like that, with the exception of maybe I got like four or five in a row. Wow. Um, oh, by the way, because the Browns and Steelers game is about to kick off, I will reveal right now that you guys picked – Let's see. Wow. With a... Uh, it was only up for an hour, so... A 9-5 to five vote. The Steelers are your pick. And I'm saying wow because the Browns were up to 5 nothing the first time I checked, so... <laughs> it went from 5 nothing to 9-5. to five. I guess the rational people arrived later. Um, Alright, there we go. So, you guys got the Steelers tonight. Okay, so Seattle... They are an incredibly good football team. They've been playing so well. And, hey, they are definitely a team that could end up representing the NFC in the Super Bowl this year. They are that good. No, absolutely. If they can get past Breeze. If they can get past the 49ers. Yeah, yeah. If they can get past – or if they can get past this next team, we're going to talk about the 8-2 Green Bay Packers. I love the Packers. Oh, they have been so good this year. I love what Rodgers is doing, especially without Adams. I love yeah, what Rodgers he, is doing. he has been great. I mean, Devon Adams is back now, though. Um, yeah, I know, but like... Packers ranked number six, so... Besides not much. Chargers game, they're, they're good. They're Madison great. Square Garden, Booze, Kristaps, Porzingis. There you go. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. Oh, I, I really... I mean, the New York fans are known for how forgiving they are. I'm shocked how, how they didn't uh, just cheer him. God. Yeah. Uh, you gotta love Knicks fans. Um, they, they've suffered maybe. You could argue they've suffered more than the Browns have in the last twenty years. Maybe. Oh. No. 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 They, they've they've had a couple of playoff years. Yeah. 
Oh, God, my computer's at 5%. Okay. All right. Anyway, Green Bay. Um, great, great team. That defense has been amazing. Zadarius Smith has been on fire this year and making me look dumb for um, fully embracing us getting rid of him and saying that he was a one-year wonder and saying he's not worth the money. Yeah, he's making me eat my words this year. He has been phenomenal. I mean, so is Preston Smith. Oh, yeah. No relation, by the way, but they, they've been great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Next team we're going to talk about is the most – this is the hardest team to predict easily. The 5-5 five and five Tennessee Titans. Oh, it's so hard to know if they're going to – Ryan Tannehill has looked like a different person. Yeah. Um, Titans coming in at number 17. Right smack in the middle. That's right where they belong. That's the Titans. Yeah, they're so good. Some weeks, like last week against oh. Patrick Mahomes, they, they have so much talent. Yeah, absolutely. and you know what? I I think they have the wrong coach. Yeah, it's absolutely possible. I love what Derrick Henry's doing. Because for yeah, can we take a second and talk about the most underappreciated player in this entire league right now? I hundred percent agree with you on that. Derrick Henry is He's a so monster. I mean, here's a guy, Chris Collinsworth, who is 265. No, he's not 265. He's 235, right? Yeah. He's yeah. 235, built like a power back, and he can run a 4-3. It's crazy. He came on at the end of last year and got some guys talking about it like they should. And he's done the same thing this year, but for some reason, people haven't been talking about him. And He ran for 188 yards and caught two got two touchdowns against the Chiefs last week. A huge no reason why it. I won in fantasy last week in three of my leagues. And nobody realized it. I went in on Derek. I picked him in three leagues this year. I can tell you for a fact this guy has been playing so well this year. Good pick. Great pick. I got him steal like the fifth or sixth round. Awesome. Yeah. Alright. Um, Titans are Titans are an interesting team. They are, considering their division and considering the AFC playoff race, they are very much to win, especially if Ryan Tannehill keeps playing so weirdly well. Um, To close out this season, they could make a run here. They got a lot of talent on this roster. But you know what? The key for me is if they finally, finally unleash Corey Davis. Yeah, absolutely. This guy is so good, and they haven't used him. And it's so confusing. He's been buried on the depth chart. He's been completely, honestly, he's been replaced by A.J. Brown. Yeah. And I don't get why. I think Corey Davis is a phenomenal receiver. I think he's really good. And I think he's a guy that is going to eventually leave this team in free agency, go to a different team on a cheap deal, honestly, probably New England. Maybe. Hoping not. And tear it up. Absolutely. I could, a good quarterback and a good coach. I, you don't he even need so that. You just need a team that actually uses you. He had, what was he, when was he drafted? 2017. Yeah. You know what? Go where Mariota goes, because Mariota's going to be gone too. Wherever Mariota goes, that's where Corey Davis should go, because those two had a great chemistry. Absolutely. But yeah, no, he's he's a really good player. I don't know why he hasn't been used uh, this year. Yeah. And now the opposite of really good. The New York Giants coming in at 2-8. and eight. <laughs> 
Number 28, the power rankings. For a solid two weeks, we had some faith. Then reality and then set in and realized that they suck, and Pat Shermer is one of the worst coaches in the league. I hope he gets fired. And I don't know how he hasn't been fired yet. Yeah. Um, oh, like you know fired. what? Speaking of not getting fired, we're going to stick in New York here. Adam Gase is oh, not going to get fired. Yeah. The Jets owner confirmed yesterday how? they're keeping him. Why? And for those of you that are wondering are the Jets have been suffering for so long, you can point to that owner. Because he's made decisions like this in the past. This is not a, like a recurring... I mean, this is not a new thing. This is something that's been recurring with the Jets. This this owner is the, like, the... Like, no one... When you talk about bad owners, not enough people talk about Christopher Johnson, the Jets owner. Right. He's terrible. He's not good at all. No, he really isn't. All right. Giants. Good luck. I mean... I like Daniel Jones, though. I do I like do, him. too. He's not as disappointing as everybody said he was going to be. Oh, I, th- I thought he'd be decent. I said he's he'd be better right. than Kyler. When he won the first game against the Buccaneers, I had hopes that he was going to be somewhat okay, and he's not somewhat okay. He has a... Uh, uh, it looks like Lamar Jackson has actually been cured of his fumbleitis and given it off to Daniel Jones. Yeah, it's true. Because it's the same thing. Right. I mean, like, the guy can't hold on to the ball. He's efficient. He doesn't really throw very many interceptions. Yeah. But yeah, he has a ton of turnovers because of his fumbles. A lot of completions, too. Yeah, he's very efficient. He actually reminds me a lot of Joe Flacco, a mobile Joe Flacco. Yeah. Actually, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. Strong arm. Good arm. Accurate. Sneaky athletic ability in the beginning yeah. of their career. Yeah. Of course, Flacco never really had ball security issues, though. That's true. I think Daniel Jones is not bad, and he can develop into a good player with good coaching staff. You no, know, he, he's a grip coach. A guy who can really help him out. He might be gripping the ball. I mean, you know, the next time the Giants play, I'm going to watch how Daniel Jones grips the ball. Because yeah. I don't know. This is something that, this is a theory. He could be gripping the ball differently than other quarterbacks do, and that could be a reason. I really don't know. This is just me thinking out loud. Yeah. But that could be what it is. Because it's it's very weird with them. Yeah. Very weird. All right. But it's a good team. Yeah, it is. Um, I think Daniel Jones, if he realizes when he's pressured and when there are men that are about to sack him, about yeah. to sack him, if he can get out of there and realize his position, he could be really good. And we he also got to realize, I mean, you got to remember, because we got some slack, he did play, he played college at Duke. That's true, yeah. This is very, very different competition. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pretty big gap. So, Not college, yeah. Yeah, he, it's one thing. It's hard enough to go from Alabama. But this guy it's played Duke. Duke. Yeah. I mean, come on. So let Brown's the guy curious. develop. Let the guy, and you know what? I'm gonna say. Th- I'm gonna say the same thing about Trubisky. Let the guy develop. He played his. He played his. North ca- um, yeah, North Carolina. It's the same thing. Yeah. Those two schools, great at basketball. Not so much at football. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I didn't realize that until you mentioned North Carolina. Like, oh, yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, before we go, anything you want to touch on? Because we do have. We did make good time here, so we have. Actually, we got like. 
I mean, up to like 10 minutes. I mean, we don't have to use all the time if you don't want to, but we got some time. We can talk about anything you want to bring up yeah, here. Um, I don't have any big upsets. I mean, upsets happen all the time. Right. If I were to choose an upset of the week, I would take Denver on the road against Minnesota. Yeah. But I, I don't like a lot of upsets this week. I don't either. There's a lot of games that shouldn't be close that will wind up close, but the but the team that should win will probably wind up winning it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess what you said, Patriots Eagles, that is an obvious chance. Yeah. I mean, Broncos Vikings. That's that's my pick. If there happens to be an upset, that's my pick. Oh yeah, that's definitely a go into. Um, There there are some kind of weird matchups though, and yeah. Um. Oh, there's one other thing. Oh. What do you think about what we have seen this year from Dak? Dak Prescott is such an inconsistent player. Because I've been thinking about him recently, and it's like... He's not terrible. He's not. He's not bad. He, the, but the people that consider him so overrated, they're just yeah. wrong. Yeah. They just say that because no one likes the Cowboys. The same yeah. thing with Romo. The guy's not bad. That's true. That's true. Yeah. He's not terribly. Of course, I did the same thing with Romo too, but right, it's not important. Uh, I I like what Dak has been doing. I like he's using a lot of his receivers and his tight ends. I like Jarwin. I like what he's doing this year. Jason Witten. Jason Witten. Playing the way that he plays, he can play until he's like sixty. All the guy does, he's the slowest. He's the best slowest player you will ever see. The guy probably runs a forty that's over five seconds at this point. Yeah. Yeah, probably at this point. It's not. That's not even a joke. He honestly might. He, yeah. And yet he will consistently get five or six catches each week. With no yard after catch. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. It's so weird. It's but. Just, I like what Dak's been doing. I think Dak's a very underrated quarterback. Everyone thinks. Yeah. I think he's underrated. I think he's a top fifteen quarterback. I really do. Oh yeah, top fifteen. Yeah, definitely. He's yeah, a great, just, great quarterback. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I think we should might wrap it up there. If anything we want to add, uh, let me know. But if not, we can just wrap it up here. Yeah, I think we're good. All right. Thank you for joining me, Ryan. Yep, absolutely. Thank All you. right. Over to the outro. Okay. And that'll do it for episode 36 of The Other Berman Show. Uh, I apologize for the audio. I haven't listened back to it, but I'm going to assume it wasn't that good considering I'm not using a mic still. Again, thank Capital Camps for that. But, yeah, this was a, this was a fun episode. going to be a fun week of football. Hopefully Ravens can beat the Texans this week. And if you want to talk to me, you can follow me on Instagram at The Berman Show to discuss sponsorship opportunities. You can email me, theotherbermanshow at gmail.com. And, yeah. Let's hope the Ravens can keep this going. I've loved what I've seen these last few weeks. Let's keep it up. And I will see you on Saturday because I'm finally going to actually do it for this week in the NBA recap. Um, but this it might not be a this week. It'll just be an NBA season so far recap because I haven't really done one yet. But, yeah. Thank you for listening to episode 36. We will see you for episode 37 on Saturday. Goodbye and go Ravens.